There we go. And welcome to my Bundesliga show. We're back in the football dugout uh, for this week's show. Obviously, no games to review due to the German winter break. Um, so we thought we'd do something slightly different. Uh, but before we get into that, we're just going to go around the room. Obviously, I'm Devo. We have Gav Mack. Festive Mack. I'll call myself this week. Yeah. And uh, we have Florian Wolfram back in the house as well. How are you doing, guys? All good here, boy. Yeah, good Christmas. Yeah, good Christmas. <laughs> 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 sort of I'm, I'm on the red yeah. wine tonight. So. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna drink wine tonight. Uh, I might, I might get one in a bit anyway. I'm on the beer, but I can't advertise the beer because there's <laughs> other beers available, and also it's not German. I don't want to be endorsing a non-German beer on the German show. Well, so. uh, my, my wine's actually Australian, so oh. yeah, no blue wine for you. It's a, I can't actually remember what it's called, but it's Australian. It's got a kangaroo on the bottle, so it's got to be Australian, right? <laughs> yeah, otherwise that's just confusing. Um, so you can find us on the socials as they are going at the bottom of the screen there. You've got two up top boys, uh, two up top football. Uh, ourselves, the football dugout guys, I almost forgot the name of our show there, at TFB <laughs> Dugout. And then you have Florian, who is on Instagram, but too good for any other social media platform. And you can find him at senior underscore... Loberon. Uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. So, just to give you an idea of what we're doing Lovely. today, uh, we have decided that due to it being the winter break, which is the, the shortest winter break in German football history, I believe, uh, games are back next week, um, we are going to take this opportunity to go through the season so far and hand out some awards. Um, so, we came up with a list of different awards, such as best player, best young player, uh, sorry, best breakthrough player, uh, best kit, worst kit, best match, uh, and then we also will have a thing where we're going to select our best 11 so far and we will compare them against each other's choices. So, without any further ado, how, we, how would we like to start? Which one should we start with, guys? What are we going to go in with? I would say start with an easy one and just agree that Schalke is the worst team where we don't need to discuss about that. Yeah, I've, I've, actually, been... I've actually got a little something for Schalke at the end. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you what we'll start with. We'll start with best match. Okay, uh, we'll start yeah. with best match. And what we'll do, I'll start with Florian first. Okay, so Florian, your best match. You've picked... Oh, hold on. There we go. You've picked... Uh, Leverkusen versus Borussia Mönchengladbach, four-three win for Leverkusen. Um, apart from the fact that you're a Leverkusen fan, uh, why <laughs> why have you chosen this match? Well, of course, uh, regarding this match, I was looking at this match through my uh, red and black glasses, so it had to be a by Leverkusen match. It was just one of the matches with the most goals in it. It was uh, very intense. Uh, it was going back and forth in every direction, and we saw. Some beautiful goals from Alario and uh, my favorite goal of the year so far from Lazaro. And uh, yeah, it was just, just a lovely match with a great uh, happy ending for me as a Leverkusen fan. And uh, there were many great other matches as well in the, in the season so far, but uh, I think I'm going with this one. Okay, good choice. Yeah, it was a, a very good game, as you said. Um, a good advertisement for the Bundesliga. Two sides really going for it. 
Um, two of the best goals you're going to see all season. That Lazaro goal is an absolute joke. Um, there's no, he's got no right to do that. Um, yeah, brilliant game football for me. Um, Gav, what are your thoughts on this game? Man, you don't have to ask me about Bundesliga football. It's the most exciting league in the world. You know this. Um, I just love watching goals. And even though there's a lot of goals, it doesn't mean that defensively things are bad. That's what I really love about Bundesliga football. And I felt in this in this one, it was just exciting from end to end. There was just constant action. And I don't think that either defence actually had a poor game either. And that's what I mean. It's just real decent forward play. You know, players wanted to play for each other, with each other. Um, and then, you know, Leverkusen at the time it extended their unbeaten run. And I thought it was really nice for them. So, yeah, it was, um, it was a pretty bloody good game to watch. Okay, and we'll go from Flo's best match to Gav Max best match, and you have chosen. Yes, this match here. at home getting absolutely battered by Stuttgart. Uh, why have you chosen that one? Um, I chose this one because Stuttgart have come into the league with uh, no f's given mentality, and it doesn't matter who they play against they have that same way. They're a bit like Leeds, how Leeds have approached the Premier League so far this season. We don't really care who we're playing against. We're going to turn up, we're going to play to win. Um, Dortmund at the time, they were going through a bit of turmoil, but what I loved about Stuttgart was every time they had the ball, they looked like they were going to score. And the the 5-1 score actually flatters Dortmund in that game. And it's just, yeah, it's just, uh, just watching a load of decent young talent just go hell for leather and be like, oi, we're here, we're in the Bundesliga and we don't care who we're playing against. We're going to go out there and smash them. And I couldn't get my eyes, I couldn't take my eyes off this game. So that's why that's why I went for this. There's a number of games that I can't take my yeah. eye off this season, but this is one that stood out. And the thing about it is, you say, you know, a number of the youngsters, it's, it's two young sides against each other playing fearless football. Uh, it's just the way Stuttgart set up, they just completely overwhelmed Dortmund. Um, Dortmund had no answer for Stuttgart's energy and their, their will to win. Um, and Stuttgart are my personal favourite team to watch this season. I just love mm. the way they set up. And they are very... I'd say the only thing about them that I say is different to the way Leeds play is that they're quite defensively uh, uh, sound. You know, they're yeah. not that bad defensively. Uh, they tend to set up with a, a, a good defensive shape and then they allow their players to get on the ball and make things happen. Um, Flo, what are your thoughts on this match, my friend? I was uh, just laughing to watch it from the beginning to the end because as Gav uh, already pointed out, the young players were just uh, hungry for goals and every time anything was happening they were just uh, pushing forward and um, especially well, what I especially like is that uh, a team like Dortmund gets beaten, doesn't happen so often anymore, the Bundesliga like Munich like never and Dortmund like very very uh, very, very rare this, that these teams get beaten. And it's, if you're not the team who's getting raped, it's uh, quite funny to watch. <laughs> be a little, <laughs> little amused about that. You laugh at others' misery. That's lovely. Yeah, I like that. Very festive. Okay, my, my like, is, that, is, that, is that another Dugget Schalke already? We're like eight minutes into the show. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole show on just how bad. Well, <laughs> this was at least uh, a, a silver, silver lining for the Schalke fans. Were getting <laughs> fucked up all the season. <laughs> At least once, uh, their biggest rival. <laughs> Got to be saying. 
All right, and my uh, best match of the season, I've gone for uh, the top of the table clash between Bayern Munich and Leipzig, uh, which finished 3-3. Uh, this match had a bit of everything for me. Um, just two really good sides going for it. And just it just showed Bayern's, you know, their, their will to get something out of, like, anything. They never stop. Uh, by all rights, they should have lost this game. Leipzig were the better side and Leipzig were leading late into the game, but Bayern always seemed to find their way back. Um, but it showed that Leipzig could go toe-to-toe with them. And this could be a truly intense title race up until the last few weeks of the season. Um, you'd hope. Anyway, but this gave me hope of a title race. I saw this game and I thought, you know what, Leipzig are really taking this to Bayern. They could be uh, that side that takes them right to the wire. Um, what, was yeah, mad about this what was mad about this game, though, is that Leipzig were more concerned about their Champions League game a few days later and actually rested five key players in this game and still took Bayern to the sword. So it just tells me that Leipzig have got the minerals to push Bayern all the way and they've got strength and depth everywhere. I think they're just missing missing that key striker, which is coming in in January. But They're missing that key, key man at the top of the pitch mm. to just convert half of these chances. You know, that um, Paulson might not just be good enough to, to put away and Solot definitely hasn't been good enough. Um, but yeah, Flo, your thoughts on this match? I think uh, this is one of the best choices that could be made from the matches so far because um, this match had pure class, uh, pure class players inside, and um, it was uh, entertaining the whole time. And uh, I felt a little bit sad for Leipzig in the end that they couldn't uh, that they couldn't close the deal. It was well deserved for Bayern Munich as well to draw. However, um, what I really loved about Leipzig is that. Gav said they had an important match in Champions League afterwards, but they're still they're gaining this this mentality that that they say from themselves that they're confident enough. Okay, we want to be champions this year. We can be champions this year. They just said it in an interview after the last match day before Christmas. So um, yeah, the development of Leipzig is um, quite. Uh, I'm licking the right word now. It's quite quite decent, very good to see, and uh, very satisfying for all the football fans in Germany. If uh, there would be Leipzig, <laughs> yeah. even though even though Leipzig were were weakened, like, I, I just feel that this was the prime. This is the prime example and uh, absolute advert for Bundesliga football because we always look at you know it's Bayern v Dortmund you know they're, they're, it's not this they're they're the, normally the the one and two guys but. Yeah. This is this is Leipzig saying, hold on a minute, boys. We're here as well, and I like it. You know, also, another yeah. thing about this game as well is a lot of the time when you get a top-of-the-table clash, it, it's very... It's not negative, but teams are often scared to lose. So you'll, they'll be a bit tentative, and it becomes like a tactical kind of, you know, I don't want to make any mistakes because if we go one down, the game could slip away. This game, they're just like, we want to punish each other. It was like watching two heavyweights just slugging it out for 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there wasn't much defensive. You know what I mean? It's just like, I want to hit you hard and then you can hit me. Uh, and and it was really entertaining game of football. Uh, another thing that I've noticed just from looking at these uh, these three games that we've got is six different teams. Oh yeah, you know, we've not yeah, chosen sure. the same team, um, which goes to show again the quality of the Bundesliga. That you know, there's so many other games we could have picked. There's a few games with teams that are in the bottom, you know, the bottom of the table who we could have picked who had some really good matches. Mm. Um, but yeah, these these were our choices, and I think it's strange we just picked six different sides. There you go. 
Um, so the next category we're going to move on to is the Breakthrough Player of the Year. Now, we've got Breakthrough and we've got Young. Uh, some people might be a bit confused about that. Uh, for me, a Breakthrough well. player... Yeah. Uh, for me, a Breakthrough <laughs> player is someone of any age who is really making a name for themselves this season. Uh, so this is the, the season they really improve their game to that level where people are really talking about them. Um, so you could be 22 and this is your first full season at a new club and you're really doing well, or you could be 28 and you've been in, in, in and around, but you've never really shone. And this season is a season that you shine. Whereas best young player, you're looking at players 21 and under. Um, so to go with best breakthrough, we're going to start with Flo. And Florian, you've gone for this gentleman here. And that's Florian Verts. From yeah, for him he's got, he's got for him because one he's I'm got the same name, the same name, <laughs> yeah, exactly. for the same club. Next, move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not even the same name, it's also the same initials like FW. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this, this is a sign for pure class. I don't know how to describe Well, I believe no one expected Words to develop so fast and to become such an important player for Leverkusen. Uh, so soon you know everyone was still talking about Harvard because he was or he is the gifted player or the best player that the club ever left but looking at the statistics Wirtz is even better than Harvard was in this age way better we already talked about it like Harvard said at the same age uh, one goal and two assists Wirtz has 5-5 five, five, I believe or 5-6 in the Bundesliga he made uh, 12 out of 13 games this season so he's one of the most important players in the squad and um, he also has, with, uh, he's one of, one of the players with the best grades. I don't know how the grade system is in England or if like the newspapers are um, yeah, giving well, grades like the, to players after every match day. Yeah. 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 yeah, we have a rating from a big newspaper which is called Kicker. Like mm -hmm. Kicker, it's basically the same. And uh, they are quite critical. And Slow Words has an. Uh, average of 2.77 and one is the best in Germany like in the school the one is the best grade and six is the worst grade however there's no player having a one uh, an average as a one for example the best one is uh, Robert Lewandowski with 2.38 so you see wow, wow. really close wow so what do you have to do to get a one <laughs> it's, uh, imp it's impossible it's impossible to get a one I mean, there was never ever a player having uh, even better than like 2.3 or something like this you need maybe score 50 oh, goals a season and uh, 2 or 3 goals every game I don't think yeah, they are really critical I won't be very like good in this call if you're having a great number 3 or 3.5 or something like this it means you played really a decent Bundesliga season Okay. So, wow. for instance, if you choose your players uh, soon, I can just uh, tell you the average grade they have from the season so far. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, shall we move on to your one then, Gav, and see what yeah, you're... Yeah, well, I'm intrigued to see what my rating is now oh, on, on this guy. Because yeah. um, this guy, I love him. Nico Gonzalez. And... Um, He's been at he's been at Stuttgart now for about two three seasons now, but his break this this is the breakthrough for Stuttgart as well. Stuttgart have just got back into the Bundesliga, just about to start doing bits. He's had an injury, which is unfortunate, but away from that injury, he's played in eight games. He's scored four goals. He's got an assist. So a goal contribution, five contributed goals in eight games for a club that have just come up from the Bundesliga. He's been 
Oh, it's so easy to watch. He can play out wide, he can play in behind, he can play up front. Um, normally operates from the left-hand side and cuts in. Um, he's been instrumental to some of the plays that, that Stuttgart have made this season. And he's been he's been brilliant. He's been brilliant to watch. And he's been my breakthrough guy. He's also um, picked up five caps and scored two goals for Argentina as well since since 2019. So he's, he's definitely on the, on the, uh, on the periphery of, of some big, big stuff to happen, I think. Yeah, um, the one down point is I think he had the miss of the season. Uh, he did. Don't want to talk about that. But what? So, Flo, what what grade has uh, Nico Gonzalez got? Um, to be honest, I can't really find him at the, in the in the data. Ungraded section. I'm looking for him. Ah, uh, it's so high. Is, is maybe, maybe, uh, I believe he he didn't make the enough uh, matches, did he? He's, he's played eight so far out of the. Was it? Ah, okay, yeah, eight. So eight is quite, uh, quite, quite not enough for for them to. Um, wow, it's really strict. Or maybe his, his average is so eight matches is uh, not not good enough. You know the most. Uh, ah, oh, savage! Ah, no, <laughs> I, I I found him. He has two point eight three. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's good pretty choice. good. Yeah, good that's choice. pretty good. Yeah. Oh, well done. Well, okay. <laughs> and, uh, Eight matches, they could give him uh, a grade in six because the other two he was a sub and didn't have enough uh, time on the field. Yeah, and in the six matches here, the 2.83, four goals, two assists, quite decent. I hope he continues that way yeah. and have more games. A very good player. Uh, okay, so moving on to my choice, and this gentleman has got my vote. Oh, uh, Angelino. Um, I mean, obviously, he's been around before this season, but this season he's really shone. He's become um, uh, just basically a, the whole left side of Leipzig's pitch. It's just like you have free reign, do we want? And not just the fact that he's scoring a lot of goals and some important goals, also defensively he's been very solid as well. Um, and he's played left back, left wing back, left wing. He's literally played all over the left for, for Leipzig and he's not let him down yet. Um, mm. and he scored one of my favourite goals of the season the goal in the Champions League which was just oh. if Lionel Messi scores that we're seeing that every, oh, we're talking every about two days day. on Twitter mm. um, just a ridiculous bit of technique um, brilliant player playing for a brilliant side in the moment and he's become a talisman in, in the you know since Werner's left he's kind of taken up the mantle <laughs> and I believe he's their top goal scorer from left wing back it's, it's yeah, got six. incredible <laughs> I think he's got six on the season yeah um, incredible but he just makes such a threat it, you know you just his runs are really intelligent his timing is brilliant and he's a constant threat on that side of the pitch um, so for me he's he's had the breakthrough season for me mm. um, and Flo do you know where he ranks in terms of his grades yeah in the whole Bundesliga he's on number six from all players so far uh, equal with Marcel Sabitzer, his uh, colleague from uh, yeah. Leipzig, and he has an average of 2.71. Wow. 2.71, there you go. We've done all right here. We know what we're looking out for here, boys. Make sure we're tuning TFB to the top. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I, was gonna, I was about to call Alex Chaffer out. You can save that bit. Yeah, we'll get him on Monday. We'll get him on Monday. Okay, so the next the next um, awards that we're going to give out is the young player. Uh, I've just explained the difference between the young player and the uh, you know the breakthrough. So we'll dive straight in, and we'll go first with Florian, uh, who has chosen this guy. Surprise, surprise! 
I mean, if you have the Golden Boy playing or currently voted Golden Boy playing in the Bundesliga, there's uh, no way that you can choose anyone other. So uh, I had to choose uh, Erling Haaland. He is also the second best average in the Bundesliga rating from the Kicker newspaper of 2.5. The uh, only bad point is that he only made eight appearances this season. However, yeah, I, I, what he scored? Eight goals, nine goals? I don't know. Yeah, it's crucial for Dortmund. We already talked about them. Without Haaland, Dortmund's offense is like a friend zone. I explained that. <laughs> it just yeah. makes me laugh how they pin their hopes on a 20 year old like last year they were um, you know they had um, Alcacer doing bits as well but then as soon as he came he started scoring goals but as soon as he got injured it's like Dortmund were like hold on a minute what do we do so yeah, I've got other players here you know yeah. it, it weirds me out Dortmund wind me up anyway yeah. maybe they, they hope that, uh, that Mukoko could be a good uh, sub for him Oh, when there you go. Relying, but it's yeah. so risky relying on a 16-year-old. It's even yeah. more risky, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if, in January, if they don't try and get a striker, I'll be very surprised. I think I'll be and very they, surprised they if they're trying to get Michael Sorg, the sporting director of Russia Dortmund, already explained that they, they're not looking for a striker because he said uh, mm. all the strikers that would help Russia Dortmund that have the, the qualities are not uh, affordable, of course. Because... Mm. Uh, Position uh, five can only afford like Champions League final players like uh, Luis Suarez and Mo Salas and I don't know what. Go get, go get Diego Costa. He's free. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I think Diego Costa. I, I see a lot of people on Twitter saying Wolves, and that just sounds like it. Just it, ma- it marries, doesn't it? Yeah. It marries. Um, but I'd love to see Diego Costa at Dortmund just because I, I just like to watch him playing against anyone that is an Arsenal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate the guy when he plays against us, but I love watching him play. Um, so Florian's gone for Haaland, um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip your one, Gav, on this one and come to my one because no, no, it's fine. We can go in any order you I've like. Also, I've also gone for Haaland. Yeah, so, continue waxing lyrical um, about this guy. Yeah. This guy is incredible, man. I think you know. I think he's a no-brainer for me. Best young player. He's. I sometimes I forget that he's young because of the way he plays. Um, and just the amount of goals he scores, it just doesn't make sense for someone of his age to have the goal-scoring record that he has. Um, and we've seen that what Dortmund are without him and what they are with him, and we've seen the damage he can do. Um, he's a lot quicker than I had first thought. I've noticed watching him closely this season, he's rapid. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> he, he's a unit, he's a massive guy, but he can move. Um, very dangerous player. I think the only weakness he has is that he's right foot isn't necessarily the best. That's the only thing I can pin against him. See, I think that is right for only lets him down when he's about two yards out. Because <laughs> he, 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 he's, he's you don't know about out. the yeah, is what I mean. And there was a there was one. I think there was one against Dortmund last not Dortmund against Bayern last season as well. But I've seen him lace a ball with his right peg, and he can hit he can hit one. Yeah, but we're just trying but, to chip it. So a little weakness, and that's the yeah, only one I've got. That's his it. only weakness is he's not 21 yet. That's his only weakness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that, that's pretty straightforward. But Gav Mack has gone for someone slightly yeah. less ill. Yeah, I, I, just to, I don't think defenders ever get any love. And when you talk about Leipzig defenders, everyone's always like, oh, Dale up with Meccano. Oh, yeah, he's the best defender. Well, I love up with Meccano. I don't think there's barely a mistake in him. But Coyote, 
He is uh, Konate, even Koyate. Koyate is at West Ham. Um, Konate, <laughs> he's been he's he's been a wall at the back, and his his leadership and organisation skills for such a young player. You know, there there should be teams that are out there. I reckon because like uh, up in Meccano, you're looking at what fifty mil as a release mm-hmm. fee. I reckon you'd probably be able to get Konate for half the price because he's lesser known. But um, like in in the in in the grand scheme of like medium and things like that, but as an actual defender, he's got everything. You know, he's got vision. He he knows when to go. He knows when to stand back. He knows when to make the right challenge. He can head a ball. He can sh- shrug anyone off it. He can play that long, that big long, um, that diag pass to Angelino, like something that Van Dyke would be doing. You know, and he's a threat in the box as well when it comes to when it comes to corners. And look how many goals that Leipzig have conceded this so far this season. Yeah. So, and I think he's I think he's a key part of that. And yeah, he's twenty twenty one. Yeah, and you know what I like about her every time I watch it is confidence bringing the ball out of the fence as well. Oh, it's brilliant! Um, once he gets into his stride, he, he can carry that ball some distance. He, I've seen him beat men in midfield with just a little shoulder faint, and he's off. And uh, you don't worry about it either. You don't yeah. think, oh, oh, hurry up and get rid of it and come back home. No, you think, oh, go on, son. Yeah, well, your boots, mate. So, right, I think it's amazing. I think it, did Canate come through the PSG Academy as well? I'm I think so. Uh, he, I, I, can't, I, I can't remember actually. I think he did. He came from uh, uh, FC Paris, and uh, afterwards from FC Paris, I believe their second league squad in uh, France. Yeah. He yeah. changed to uh, FC Sochaux. Oh, okay. And in 2017, he uh, arrived at Leipzig. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought okay. there was another one, okay. another so, one yeah. come through Paris Saint Germain. I said, "What are they doing there with centre back?" They, they do <laughs> love letting go, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone here has said. Uh, Paul Singh has said Rainer with a question mark. No one went for Rainer. Um, he's up there. He's up there. He's definitely up there. And you He know, was in I, your list, wasn't he, Dev? He was in my list because I gave a list of four and I cannot remember what they were now. But Rainer was definitely one and it was between him and Haaland for me. But you just can't deny Haaland uh, uh, for me. That's the problem. Yeah. If there's Haaland in the league, you yeah. can't deny. I, I get Gav's point that you want to give some love to the defenders and the S. I am defender as well. I really like that one. I would love to see more <laughs> Fabio Cannavaro as uh, Golden Boy winner. Oh like yeah, back in 2006. But uh, yeah, it mostly focuses on the offense because this is what uh, decides the game. However, defense decides the championship. Yeah, Long. is that, 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 is that a, a American saying? Because I always hear that in American sports. Defense wins games, doesn't it? Defense wins the championships. Offense will win your game. Defense wins championship. Yeah, I, I heard that in American football uh, yeah. terms. However, we've like the same sentence uh, in Germany for the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. We've had it like all the time. So maybe it's just like two nations uh, developed it equally. Okay, yeah. yeah, we share it. We'll share that one. All right, so let's move on to our next uh, category, which is the best signing. Uh, so best signing in, in the summer transfer window um, we'll start with Flo and Flo has gone for this gentleman who was also in my list but didn't make the mm. final cut uh, yeah. Flo why have you chose this gentleman here not the guy with his back to us the guy in the air yeah the, the uh, guy with the number 8 is Renato Steffen yeah I love Renato Steffen baller mate you know you know, um, I've got yeah. time for him we can see uh, Rila Baku here and 
Yeah, as guests, we did want to give some love a couple of minutes ago for the defenders. I wanted to give some love. Uh, I want to give some love for a defender right now because he was quite uh, unspectacular before. He was playing at Mainz and uh, always was a promising talent on the wing, but he couldn't play in a good way constantly. And then he switched to Wolfsburg for 10 million euros, which is not much in the current times. Maybe in Corona times, it is uh, a lot. Well, more than it was before. However, 10 million are not, not that much as it would have been like 10 years ago or 20 years ago. So he changed to the club and immediately he came to the starting 11. He played very good matches. He has a very, very good uh, rating average and um, scored two goals and right backs or left backs. So wing backs are, are very scared, good wing backs. And he, um, yeah, he just, just develops his, uh, his market value up into the heights of uh, the best well, best wing backs in the Bundesliga so far. And if he continues this way, he made his first appearance for, for Germany in, in the national break in October, I mean, so I believe. So I can I can imagine this is a player which will bring much joy to the Wolfsburg fans and it's a player which does not everyone has on the screen or had on the screen for, for the best, yeah. <laughs> best um, signing. He, he was in my last four. I did shortlist him. Uh, and, you know, the thing about me for him is I see him playing at right back or right wing back for Wolfsburg. And I know they have Mbappu. And I always think Mbappu is a terrible uh, right back or right wing back going forward. Defensively sound, yeah, yeah, going yeah. forward, terrible. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen him put in a good cross in his life. Uh, this, guy, <laughs> this, guy, this guy kind of... He has both. He can go back and he can defend. So I think they've really put an upgrade in there uh, as well. Um, we'll go to Gav Max best signing next, and we have. I, I, th I think I think we might be in the same boat here anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Max Cruiser, yeah. right? We we all know that Union Berlin is the retirement home for washed-up German footballers. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you know, average age in in the in the in the in the um, Union Berlin squad is about 73, 74 years old. You know, everyone just goes there to die. Uh, so, like, when you see like Max Kruse has been around the block. You know, he's played at Gladbach, he's played at Bremen. You know, he's he's played at uh, Wolfsburg as well. I think as well. Um, yeah. He went uh, even went over yeah. to Turkey, which is the retire. That's another retirement league. Oh. So when he's when he when he when he leaves Turkey and comes back to the Bundesliga, you think. Ah, Max Cruiser. You know, he's just a journeyman. He's all right. He's 32 years old. Right, 10 games, six goals, five assists. The guy has been a revelation. And look where Union Berlin are in the league right now. They are on cloud nine. They're loving life. Max Cruiser is instrumental to everything that they do. Captain Fantastic. He is like, is. Oh, I love him. I love, I love it. Uh, yeah, look, comments just come out. Cruz is doing what Zlatan's doing at Milan. You know, old boy, just turn up. It's just, it's, I'm, just I'm just here to have a bit of fun, mate. Next thing you know, <laughs> doing bits, you know. So, yeah, he's been, he's been brilliant. He's, 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 he's made Union Berlin a joy to watch because over the years, when Union Berlin are playing a live match, I only watch the game to make sure that I've got enough information to come and do the show with you guys. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, I'm not inspired to watch Union Berlin whereas this season I look forward to it 
him, Trimmel, you know, like doing bits, man. Yeah. Really enjoying, really enjoying um, Dortmund and um, uh, Union Berlin at the moment. Yeah, and I've also gone for Max Kruse. Um As many of the things that you said, you know, he's come in, he's changed the philosophy of, uh, of the way they play. He's kind of been that link that the clever, the spark, you know, the brain of the operation, that's really, he's a very intelligent footballer. You don't need to exert all this energy. Mm. You know, some people, they, they run around and all, he, he, he's, you know, I, I often said that football's played in your brain before it's played on the grass, you know, and he's very much that kind of player where he sees things two or three yards ahead of what others will see it. So mm. he knows that if, and that's good to have when you're a player and you know you've got a player like that in your team, you'll make runs because you know that he's going to find you. It's not like, you know, you're, you're playing for Arsenal, Xhaka gets on the ball. You're not going to make that run because you know the ball ain't coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> if you've got someone like a cruiser, you think, let me just make this run because he might... Yeah, I might, get, I might get yeah, him. He might get the end of it. And he's very and good at following into... Go on, Slope. Yeah, we cannot forget he was for free. He was free yeah. agent and someone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. the best year. Yeah. And also, you know, if you're going to get a penalty, chances are he's going to score. And if he don't score, he'll get a rebound. So. Yeah. <laughs> as, as seen already this season in the Bundesliga. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> so for me, that's a, that's a brilliant signing. And, and Union are doing absolute bits. They're flying in the league. And he has been injured, so it's not solely down to him. But he kind of got the ball rolling uh, for me. Um, brilliant bit of business there. So we go from the best to the worst. We'll start with Flo, and uh, Flo again has stayed close to home, and he's gone to Santiago Arias. Yeah, this, this is a little bit mean because it, it was so unlucky. However, if if you sign a player and he can't, it doesn't even make a single match for you because he gets so badly hurt with the national team. It's, it's a huge, huge flop. It's a catastrophe. You know, you put all your, your resources in that transfer because Leverkusen, we have behind last Bender, we have a massive hole on the right wing back side. And last Bender will retire in summer, which is. I'm devastated by that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Both Benders, it's devastating, shocking. Can't imagine Bundesliga without them. However, there's, there's such a league on the right back side, and uh, Arias was a player of international class and could fulfill this uh, league and could switch with Bender, and it looked quite promising at the beginning of the season when they signed him. And he hurt himself so badly, it was just very disappointing for for the fans, for the whole club, of course, for the um, for the officials, it was very disappointing. You know, you have to play with Mitchell Weiser again as a right back. So, <laughs> you it's really mean as a player in the, uh, yeah, on his own. It's uh, a very, very sad story for Bayer Leverkusen. So that's my uh, transfer flop this season. Okay. <laughs> go on, Devo. So, slightly different. I'm going no, to go with, with your one. Go me. I think this is a bit harsh, but I think yeah, I can't catch, you can't catch a break, let alone catch a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't catch a break, can't catch a, uh, catch a ball, mate. Um, yeah, I'll go with um, Karius. Uh, he... I don't think anyone oh, envisaged I, what... I, I, I don't think... To, uh, when you finish, Gav, I need to tell a story about him, which happened recently in the in the Bundesliga. Oh, okay. Is that words of wisdom? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'll tell you what. I'm going to run through this quick, and then we'll have that. 
Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, Carius, I feel for him. I do feel for him because I don't think anyone expected Union Berlin to have such a wonderful season. And he is a goalkeeper that if you are at the bottom of the league, it don't really matter having you in. So then the fact that they've been doing so well, he ain't going to be able to come in. Is He's not that great anyway. Um, is... Oh, I can't really say much about him. It's just, you know, he should just focus on, on modelling for H&M. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, he ain't anything else. <laughs> Poor man. All right, so it looks like we've got ourselves a, a Wolfram's Words of Wisdom. Wolfram's Words of Wisdom. Ooh, a little bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep smiling, guys, because the story will definitely get you to smile. Um, on the last day before Christmas, we had the cup round, and uh, Karius made his first appearance in the German Cup, and Sky Sports commentator was just talking about him. Like, this is a commentator which is known for talking a lot of shit in, in, during a match. <laughs> so it's like one of the worst we ever uh, had. But... Um, yeah, he was seeing him was saying, ah, Cario switched from Liverpool to Union Berlin. Uh, however, he's still sitting on the bench. And then we need to know that Cario's uh, girlfriend is a German model living yeah, in yeah, Berlin. Yeah, she's flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, she's quite, uh, quite a nice one. Yeah. Are you listening? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he said, okay, he's sitting on the bench, but at least... He can uh, come home every night and cuddle with his uh, girlfriend, Sophia Tomala. And then afterwards, he pointed out, but to be honest, for a cuddling night with Sophia Tomala, I would also sit on a bench. <laughs> 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 it was like all the media was all, were all about it. And uh, I fired him for the next match day. And <laughs> 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 but but oh, she reacted totally cool. So she was just like, I don't know. I don't even know who this guy is. Um, I'm just wanna having my my hot muscular tattoo to a football player, and uh, I don't care about what he said. And that was a impromptu version of. words of wisdom. Fantastic. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, so my uh, worst signing, I have gone for this gentleman, Leroy Sane. Mm. Um, it does seem a bit harsh because he hasn't had that much. Uh, he's had some sub appearances and stuff like that. Um, but for me, a player of his quality should be doing a lot more than what he's doing. And the fact that he he was subbed on and then subbed back off in the last game, um, there's been talk about his, his attitude and his application not being good enough. Uh, he's being dug out by, um, you know, old ex-professionals, buying representatives and, and whatnot. And the fact that he came from Man City with those exact same issues surrounding him mm. and he's gone to Bayern and he's brought that with him. Um, someone like Leroy Sane should be able to... I know Kingsley Coman's had having the best season of his life. Uh, Gnabry's not been on the best form this season. Sane has a position there that he could take and he should because he's a very, very talented footballer. Top, top quality, could be one of the best in the world at his position. But he hasn't. You know, um, Douglas Costa's looked 
just as good as him. Do you know what I mean? For me, Leroy Sane should be tearing the place up. He, he should be, every week, we should be talking about Leroy Sane doing two goals and an assist and doing this and doing that. And instead, we're talking about him being benched for a 17-year-old. Mm. Um, for me, it's not good enough. Um, some people in the comments think that's a bit of a overstatement. We've got others here. Um, Soloff. Oh, so bad. was also yeah. in my list. Uh, didn't make the, the cut. Um, this guy, Mounier. Well, Mounier was for free, so you can't expect anything. Yeah, but still. Max Cruiser was for free. I think the thing with Mounier, and this is what I'm guilty of doing as well, is I'm, I'm comparing him to Hakimi. He's not Hakimi. Yeah. He's not going to do the same job as Hakimi. But I just feel like he's, he's it's made Dortmund worse um, yeah. for me. Uh, the problem with, with Sonny is, is that the expectations are so overloaded. You know, I mean, I mean he scored three goals, he made three S's. Yeah. So, if he would be playing for Frankfurt, everything would be fine. But, you know, coming from Man City to Bayern Munich and having this, like, Mia San Mia, what means we are we or we are us or something like that. Um, and he obviously, obviously seems not to have it. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, subbed in and out in the last uh, Bundesliga match, which was a clear sign for him from the club to uh, yeah, get his ass together. By the way, mm-hmm. another uh, interesting story I never told you, I believe. I played against him as a team. Oh, yeah? And, yeah. yeah, and he uh, he totally destroyed me. We have like school competitions. And our school, I was in sporting school in Leverkusen, and we had all the Bayer Leverkusen players. So I was one of the, the lucky ones because I was always one league below Bayer Leverkusen who could play in this uh, school team. And we played usually the final from the whole North Rhine Westphalia to qualify for the German finals against the elite school from Schalke. So I played oh. against him and Donis Afsijai and so, some, some other. But uh, Sane is obviously the most famous, and he just, I don't know, he just tore me apart. <laughs> and he, he knocked me, me, me several times, and uh, one was Did so bad, can... and I said, okay, you, you will pay for this. And I was just like jumping inside the knee on, on the side. And <laughs> yeah, don't just two foot him. But it's he worth was it. just so aggressive, so angry about it, I was trying to, <laughs> to kick him. It was even fast for me to kick him, you know? <laughs> I was hoping when you started that story, he's going to say that you pocketed him, like he could get anything out of you. Yeah, I was really yeah. hoping that. You had to sub him off uh, after no, 50 I'm, minutes. I'm, I'm an honest guy, I'm an honest guy. <laughs> we're, dis- we're honest, but we're disappointed now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, in, in amateur football, it's always like, that's what I don't like about it. Everyone is telling like all these heroic stories, you know? The big guy in the pub with such a, a stomach before, he was such a tummy, and uh, just I, I once played against Alan Shira and he had no chance against me. I was winning all all the air fights and you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like, no one, no one played Sunday league in Germany. If you talk about with German amateur footballers, everyone was playing like fifth or sixth league and we have 13 so no one would admit that he played 13th league they were always playing like over regional league yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay and our next category we're going to move on to worst kit um, so this is the worst kit of the season uh, we're going to start with Flo and I feel like well, I mean, it's a, it is a horrible kit. I also feel like this is partly due to local rivalry but yes, I agree <laughs> this, this, there's nothing wrong with the kit. It's a, it's 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 nice. Well, the kit the kit has nothing to do with the club. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, it, it looks ridiculous. That's okay, but most uh, looks ridiculous if you have like the goat on your heart. But uh, that's another story. And you know, green and red and yellow. Oh, uh, it looks like like a cannery. You know, a little bit like Norwich City, and they they playing like Norwich City did last year in the Premier League. So. It looks like a really dodgy knockoff version of a Cameroon kit from 1963. <laughs> that's that's what it looks like. It's it is horrible. Yeah, baby. That's, that's awful. <laughs> that's the cologne. Is that the third kit? Is that a weird yeah, third kit? Yeah, the third cologne third kit uh, it is absolutely. It's an eyesore. It's horrible. I, I, yeah. I don't understand why you've thrown the red in there with the green. Didn't need you to know, if you're going to go for a yellow just do yellow yellow and green goes but don't chuck the red in there it's just not not worth it um yeah it's disgusting i don't know usually cologne they also have a fourth kit every time when it's carnival season starting they're playing in a special carnival kit which also looks very ridiculous if you see those kids you uh, you can't take the whole class series anymore but this is like the special aura around the club you know they're able mm-hmm. to laugh about the players they have these kids and everyone in Cologne loves the special carnival kit you, it's just available like a couple thousand times it's always sold out it's uh, much more expensive than the usual kit but it works but what doesn't work is this uh, horrible kit in green red and yellow yeah, I, I found it really hard trying to find a kit that I don't like um, because I like a lot of Bundesliga shirts I've got a whole host of Bundesliga shirts, but this 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 is in the same realms of of that that shirt that you yeah. had there, Flo. Yeah. This is this is the Freiburg uh, third kit. Um, once again, with the red and yellow, okay, but then your sponsor's green and yeah. it's brazen across the chest. Doesn't need to be there, man. And also, so. what is this sponsor? Is that some sort of milk? Yeah, that's milk. Yeah, um, black, what's Wald? Black, 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 black what milk? That's Schwarzwald means black forest. You know, it's yeah. black forest located milk. In, the, in the black forest in Germany. And uh, this is famous milk from the black forest. Uh. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. I, I've gone for Hertha Berlin's Awake It. Um, and it just looks like an infant's had a go on a bit of a bit of a canvas with some paint. And they said, yeah, we'll have that. Yeah, uh, that'll be a canvas and some blue paint. Off you yeah. go. I'll be back in 10 minutes to analyse your work. Yeah, it, it looks like I've been paintballing. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't sure whether I think it's one of the best or one of the, of the worst kids. <laughs> you, have, you have a couple of kids uh, nowadays which are looking like, like these kids, like uh, a little bit like the 90s ones. Or well, the 90s goalkeeper kids, but just a little more controlled. And I kind of like it. I like, for example, the Liverpool kid, the blue one. I really like that one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I'm not a fan of that. I can, see, of that. I can see why people would like it, but I'm, I'm with you, Devo, man. It's not it's not the nicest. I'll probably wear it. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go from the worst to the best. And then this is the last of our categories before we go on to uh, our individual best 11s. So uh, Florian has gone for this little number from Frankfurt. Tidy. And it's signed as well. Is that signatures on that? But the, the signatures aren't there normally. I believe it's just like that would be nice if they had signatures what? on each kit. I might pitch you a special kit. But, um, <laughs> there, there was there was a there's a few that was that was showing up with signatures on it. Oh, mm. 
Sorry, Fly. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem, no problem. <laughs> but with the signatures, I don't. Li- I really like the signatures on it. I don't even have uh, a single signature on my kids from uh, from Bad Leverkusen, although it's very easy for me to get them. Uh, I simply don't don't like it this way. I like them like them clean. But what I like about the Frankfurt kit is, like first of all, the colors black, red, and white are really good matching, like the, yes. the club's colors. So basically, every kit from them looks quite okay. Except last season's kit, I really, I really uh, didn't like that. I really hated that one. However, my friends loved it. But this kit is uh, has a special connection to the city. You know, when you have on the on the red uh, uh, lines, you have like um, skyscrapers or like um, drawings mm-hmm. of skyscrapers in the yeah. kit. And Frankfurt is uh, also known as uh, Manhattan because it's right next to the River Rhine and it's the only city in Germany where you have skyscrapers because all the uh, famous banks are sitting in Frankfurt in Germany. Yeah. So I like the connection that uh, that they had or have on their kit. I like the colors and it's uh, yeah, it's a round one. It looks good. Okay. Okay. And Gav, you have gone for this number, which is... One of, uh, yeah, one of many Bundesliga kits. One of many Bundesliga kits that I've got um, this season. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of a direct club in the Bundesliga. I just love the league too much to have an affiliation to one club. Um, so this season I've just it. gone out. Yeah, I know, I know, I know you're trying for, you, you're trying very hard as well. And, and you're almost, you're, you're doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well. Um, so no, it's, 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 it's really nice. Um, so I, I'm a big fan. I love all the graffiti stuff that's going on. I think it's really tidy. It's yeah. I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Okay, and I've gone for this one here, which is oh. much back. Uh, I believe they made this one for was it the centenary? I think 100 years or something. Much glass back. 120 years, isn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. it. And uh, it was just a, I believe, just a one-off thing, but it's absolute sex. It's, um, this, this kid is the, the uh, usually away kit, and they had a special kit with the former uh, logo, with the first uh, logo on That's it. That, that looked That's a little different, but uh, I'm absolutely with you. This kit, and also the home kit from Gladbach, so they're like both the same type, but just one in white, one in black, and I, I love them. Yeah, mm. there's a, there's, there are some very good kits in the Bundesliga, though, I, I have to say. Um, wasn't easy picking those. To be fair, right. Um, so now, if I can just find the pictures, have we got the best 11s on here? Uh, yeah, yeah, the best 11s yeah. are knocking around. Uh, where did I put them? Uh, here we go. I think I found. Them? No, um, I'll, I'll, I will fish them out for you. All I'll right. fish them out because so, I did save them. As Gav is doing that, um, I'll just let you know what we've done. So we've each come up with a best 11 of the season so far. Uh, we haven't narrowed it down to a particular formation or anything like that, I believe. We each had our own formations we could choose. I think uh, I, I went with a 3-4-3 three, because three, uh, it's very hard to shoehorn certain people in. Um, I believe, Flo, you went with the same 3-4-3. Three, three. Exactly. Um, Gav, what, what did you end up with? I think you... Uh, uh, I just uh, tried to put in... I just tried to put in as many players as I could. <laughs> um, because... Like, yeah, five, 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 what? It was so hard. This is probably one of the hardest ones that I've done. Um, Hardest 11s that I've done. So what I try to do is just show that there's more to the Bundesliga than Bayern Munich. So I didn't actually pick any Bayern Munich players in my 
is very strange. So, we, you know, we'll start with yours, Gav. So we're going to start with Gav's 11. Uh, and this is Gav's 11 here. Um, yeah. Explain yourself. Yeah, so I've gone, I've gone, it's technically a 343, but the app that we used um, doesn't allow you to do certain things. So, um, but as I said, I've, I've done a bit of shoehorning. Um, so, Hedrecki in goal, he's had a great season so far. Um, I've gone in the back three of Friedrich, uh, Canate, and Brooks. Um, then I've gone uh, a midfield four, if you want to call it that, wing backy sort of thing. So I've gone um, Angelino, um, Endo, Stindl, and Cruiser. And then a front three of um, Veghorst, Wamangatuka, and Haaland. And um, yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, not even Lewandowski. What? Yeah, Everyone knows Lewandowski is the best player in the world of football right now. But what I'm trying to, what I've tried to do is make a team that doesn't involve any Bayern players to prove that there is you know a plethora a whole plethora of talent in the Bundesliga so you know cuss me out as much as you will you're more than welcome to I don't mind uh, I've got thick skin um, but um, no I, I, defensively right Friedrich has had a great season every time he's scored as well Um have um, failed to lose which is nice um, Canate is my, is my best young player so obviously he's going to be in Brooks um it's one of it's one of a number of defenders I could have had from from Wolfsburg. They've only conceded nine goals this season, so yeah. it was obvious that he was going to be in there. Um, Endo loves it; he absolutely loves it. Um, controls t- um, controls tempo as does Stindl. Um, Cruiser speaks for himself. Angelino speaks for himself, and so did the front three. Frankly, um, Veghorst is having a season of his life. Great target man, really good with his feet. Could hold a ball up, can head a ball. He's brilliant. Um, underrated, well, probably the most underrated player in the Bundesliga at the moment. Is of course. I, th- I think you know what the, the thing is the front line. There's many people you can choose. Um, Andre yeah. Silva stands out. As no, well. he's not. Uh, he's not he's, he's had a brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you'd go for him. There would be anywhere near my teammate. Yeah. Um, just a quick word on Brooks. I just because sometimes when I board, I like to do silly, silly things. So I try to pick a possible. Uh, first 11 for USA going into the next World Cup uh, so I did a little thing on a lineup builder and um, Brooks would be in the centre of that defence um, mm. I think USA are, they've got a lot of talent coming from in that country at the moment as well um, so look out for them in the next World Cup they could you know upset a few people um, let's move on to Florian's 11 Sorry, before you carry on, someone someone just said in the comments, Kramerich over Veghorst. Kramerich was was a shoehorn for me until he missed he missed a lot of games, so that's the reason why. As since he's come back, he's, I think he's only scored one since his return. So yeah, that's COVID, only, yeah, he screwed him. COVID done him, didn't it? He missed a lot of games and then struggled when he come back. Um, much like Havertz, you know, COVID's it's not you know it hits people differently. So yeah, Flo, you're eleven. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good that Gav mentioned the thing with the games or the games played by the players so that I try to choose my players re- also regarding to the aspect uh, which players played many games. So I didn't choose any player who had played less than 10 games, 10 of the 13 games so far. Mm. So players like uh, Jonas Hofmann, for example, who played great until he uh, hurt himself or injured himself, uh, or like Marcel Zavitzer, who simply didn't just play enough although they were one of the best players in the season so far. Yeah, Gulashi in the goal, I preferred him than uh, Radetzky because he has more clean sheets. He has six clean sheets so far in the season. And um, uh, Radetzky made this horrible mistake in Bielefeld 
<laughs> of course, and he's, he's great on the line. He's also good in the box, but he has his weaknesses with the foot and um, holds the ball on his foot. And um, yeah, that's why I choose Gulassi. Yeah, Tapsoba is actually the defender with the best uh, average rating in this awesome season so far. So the best centre back. And, Absolutely um, brilliant defender. Friedrich is crucial for, for Union Berlin. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> for Union uh, Berlin this season, uh, he's uh, sometimes he's captaining the team. He scored four goals with a header, I believe. And um, I'm working together with his, with his sister, so it was a little friendship that uh, needed get to be him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, get him on the show, that, man. So <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> she's actually she's uh, playing for the women's team of Bayer Leverkusen. And uh, she was a trainee, trainee in my department. It's now working in the other department. And, uh, but she looks uh, pretty much the same, just with long hair and without a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they can't deny their something. <laughs> yeah, and Upamecano, I don't need to talk about that. He's like uh, a buffalo standing in the, in the defense of, of Leipzig. Like yeah. A bull, a real bull playing for Red Bull. Yeah, on the wings, I also preferred um, a 3-4-3, three, three, or t- you could say it's like a 3-5-3, three, three, or 5-3-2, three, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, not exactly as it's uh, standing there on the, on the field, on the pitch, yeah. Vamangituka and Angelino on the wings. He's made speak that much, don't to say. He was wrong, yeah. No, no doubt about them. Silas, Silas. On the wings. And I love I love Baumgartlinger so far this season. And Baumgartlinger is so good from my point of view because at the moment he's playing as a single six. He has no one right next to him. So his very job is to um, being behind the creative players like Amiri, like Words, and gives them some freedom and just um, yeah stopping the attacks from the opponents. And he does that very, very good. And also scored, I believe, two goals. So he plays uh, at the moment the best season of his life. Before Cruz and Stindl, two yeah, nearly uh, senior citizens of the Bundesliga. <laughs> but I love their um, yeah, their influence on their team. They have Stindl as a captain, Cruz as, as the best signing. We already explained that. Lewandowski is uh, a no-brainer, of course. Best player in the world. Needs to be in the squad. Has the most goals. And Andre Silva, first of all, I picked him just to annoy you, Gav. And uh, Thanks. Second, <laughs> I picked him because he had nine goals and three assists, so he's one of the best strikers so far. And they literally bounce off him or they are inside the 60-yard box, he scuffs it. Oh, I can't stand him, man. Honestly, <laughs> I can't stand him. He's the only player that full-on triggers me. What about that? He Bas- really is. Bastos? Mm. Well, no, because I actually didn't mind Bastos before. Oh, okay. I didn't actually mind him when it, when he was playing before in the Bundesliga. He went over to Portugal, you know, and it was like, oh, you look a bit suspect over here. We're just literally going to lob a ball up to him. And now if the ball just bounces off him and he scores. It's like, oh, come off it, man. You're doing it to wind me up. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, and then the last team is my 11 and my 11 looks like this um i've put this together i know possibly some of these players may not have played every single game um but 
for me, starting with Neuer, Neuer had to go and go because the guy's superhuman. Some of the saves he's made this season have been just nine incredible. He's, he's buying maybe top of the league and everyone would look at Lewandowski and, and his goals. But without some of the saves Neuer's made, they'll probably be fourth. Mm. Uh, he's made some key saves at key times in games and he's really come back into the form where people are saying, you know, he's the best in the world. He looks like the original Neuer that we the know. Neuer, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, He is the best goalkeeper in the world at the moment. I don't think... But he also any... made... Say again? He made uh, two, two big mistakes, like the one in Stuttgart when he came out too early out of the goal, oh, for yeah. example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's not as fast as he was 10 years ago. No. Uh, no. Are any of us, apart from you, Flo, because uh, you're, you're only a wee nipper, but um, I'm not as fast as I was 10 <laughs> years ago. And Deva, I don't think you are either. No, we're near. No, we're near. <laughs> not even close. Um, I've, I've kind of cheated here a little bit because Trimmel, I'm not too sure how he'd do as a centre-back, but I, I, I wanted to put him in um, because this guy is just an assist machine. Um, you know, his set pieces are brilliant. Um, you know, he's part of a very strong Union Berlin defence. Uh, so I popped him in there. Upa Meccano is Upa Meccano. Don't need to say much. I put Hummels in there um, because I think as an, as an individual... I think he's performed pretty well this season. I think others around him have been pretty poor. But I think as an individual, I don't think I've seen Hummels really have a bad game this season. Yeah, uh, this is supported by the average rating from uh, from the kicker. He has an average rating of 2.92 and yeah. played all 13 games. So yeah. he did quite a him, decent job. Him individually, he's been rock solid. But I think where he's been next to... You know, Emery Chan one week, and then they had all the injuries, and then they had uh, Delaney in there for a couple of games, and Akanji's yeah. been a bit, a bit rocky. Um, I think Hummels himself has been solid, uh, so I put Hummels in there, uh, which is always a bit funny to put a Dortmund defender in anything like this. But oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, for my central midfield, I've gone for uh, Endo again, uh, much the same as I was saying about Cruiser earlier about intelligence and being the brains of the operation I think he is the brains in the midfield for Stuttgart he seems to make them tick very tidy on the ball uh, puts his foot in I think when I, I was looking at the stats he's, he's won the most duels or something he's, he's mm. in the top five for most tackles top five most distance covered he's in in the top five in all the major c- categories you'd want your central, central midfielder to be in. I think he's a very, very good player. I like him a lot. And uh, I've gone for Newhouse on, how would you pronounce that? Newhouse? That Neuhouse. Right? Neuhouse. Yeah. yeah. I've gone for him. Like player. Newhouse. Newhouse, yeah. So I yeah. think he's had That's a... That's what his name means. <laughs> he's had a pretty good <laughs> season for a back for me um, uh, and also for Germany as well, the national side. So I've put him in there. My wing-backs, they're supposed to be wing-backs, but it's a bit of an odd formation. But uh, Angelino and, and Oman Gatuka, um, self, self-explanatory, dangerous from the wings, goals in abundance there. And then I've gone for like a, a kind of front three. Uh, Cruiser, again, don't need to explain that one. I've gone for Muller. I had Coman in there in, originally. And then I thought Coman, I just don't like Coman. <laughs> Klaus says if my wife cheats on me with Muller I will understand Muller owns 50% of my heart and the other 50% are for family and stuff now that if that's not dedication to to Thomas Muller then I don't know what it is he's been brilliant, brilliant. this year he's yeah, again 
he's probably one of the most underrated players in world football of in history of all time. But yeah, what, what he just said is like the whole public in uh, uh, basically similar with like what the whole public in Germany is feeling about Müller, mm. except that the either half is hating him very much because he's looking like a farmer playing football and just uh, complaining about everything and. Uh, I don't know. No one likes him. On the other hand, he's like this atypical football player. He's, he looks like, uh, yeah, like like very like a working class type of guy. He's uh, he's funny. He has his jokes and uh, he is hilarious. He's got what I love about him. He's got like English humour. Mm. You know, like really dark British humour. Yeah, he did say about Stoke on a Tuesday night. Yeah, and he's, yeah, he just yeah. comes up with bars, man. And he, and he, he loves going out for beers. Uh, I love players that like going out for beers because I, I like my beer. So, yeah. yeah. No, Thomas Muller is, is a quality, quality player. And I still couldn't tell you what his best attribute is. Um, but he, he just, he produces all the time. Uh, and then the other guy he produces all the time is Lewandowski, who I saw probably against uh, Leverkusen. I think that's the worst I've ever seen him play. And he scored twice. <laughs> um, he's got 17 goals this season 17 goals in the league um, he is I think 7 points clear uh, 7 points 7 goals clear of his closest rival in terms of the top goal scorer yeah. absolutely ridiculous numbers um, so I, I didn't want to make it a purely buy-in side but these guys have to be in there they've, they've performed at that level um, and that's it that's my that's my 11 um, so there you go guys that's it. We've done the mid-season kind of before mid-season uh, awards. <laughs> um, we will do a full award show at the end of the season. Um, we've, you know, we get suited and booted and do proper. We'll get, I don't know, um, we'll make a little statue or something. Um, I've got, got, got my gold cards out and stuff. Like a little, you know I mean? Get like a little plastic scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? <laughs> Someone put a message in my group. Uh, saying, "Oh, Christian Gross uh, has gone to Schalke." I was like, no, they just, just they just got Hoop Stevens in. What are you on about? Um, yeah, Christian Gross is the new manager of Schalke. Christian Gross, like yeah. Excellent. original Christian Gross yeah. from "I've got my from, ticket." Yeah. I got on the I got on the train. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> with all the Spurs fans. <laughs> that guy is now the manager of Schalke. <laughs> Even more reason for me to banter them off. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, he was, he was manager in, in Egypt and in the Saudi Arabia the last uh, mm. five or six years. But he got like a minimum wage as his uh, monthly wage, like a couple of thousand. <laughs> but uh, non relegation fee, which is uh, more than a million. So quite a motivation. Yeah. Not really good. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. You know what? I wouldn't touch that job. Uh, well, I ask this every week. Why did Hoop Stevens leave? Was it just a temporary thing? Well, yeah, exactly. Hoop Stevens okay. is uh, part of the... Um, uh, I, I don't know the uh, the equivalent in, in, in English. I have to look it up. You know, like, there's... Uh, control group which controls what the CEO of the club does and so on and Hugh Stevens uh, is sitting in almost, this control group almost like a custodian yeah, yeah something like, like that exactly yeah. and um, he's just there for giving advices etc etc and uh, just helped out because they needed the coach and he needed to renew his license for these two uh, matches oh. and um yeah, that's why he didn't intend to be, uh, become a coach afterwards. 
he ended his careers multiple times, but just always came back for uh, for Schalke. And what I love about Christian Gross, however, is that um, his name means high or big in German. Yeah, so Gross is big. Plenty of, yeah. plenty of room for uh, some nice jokes about his name and the situation of Schalke Lofia. <laughs> yeah, no, we're going to call him Christian Klein um, in, um, at the end of the season. Afterwards, yeah, or like uh, big catastrophe, große Katastrophe. Große, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand why anyone would take that job at this point. I would have waited until they got the record. And I'll then take it So I'm not part of that history-making yeah. team um, that, you know, poor Tasmania Berlin. Um, well that's it for us this week guys um, and next week we'll be back with some actual football to review um, so we look forward to that I haven't got the fixtures so you know we'll, you'll just find out what I they think, are when we I, think, I think I might have them have still have, have I still got them because I think I might have oh, had we had them last time didn't we we didn't know yeah I had a table um, speak amongst yourselves boys um, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get uh, next, uh, next match day will definitely be one of the best match days in the Bundesliga this season because we have like a special situation that there is no match day on the Friday night and this uh, match day from Friday night will go to Saturday night so the Bundesliga will be Saturday at uh, after, in the afternoon then in the evening and then at half past eight another match so we have like eight hours of uh, Bundesliga football to watch live in Germany or everywhere around the world. I absolutely love that. Oh, I love that. And that weekend, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of Premier League football as well. It's the Darts World Finals as well, which I was meant to be at, but bloody COVID has got in the way. Um, I was meant to be at Ali Pali on um, on, on the four. Yeah, I had a ticket, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'm, so, I'm so jealous. If any one of you <laughs> goes to any any anytime, <laughs> uh, give me a call. I pay the price. I come. I join you. Make it happen, I mate. Make I it happen. So I'll leave that to you guys. Love arrows. Um, I play. I watch it. I love it. Right. So um, I've got. I've got. I've got. I think I've got a table here as well, boys. Oh, there we go. So you got the fixtures. Got a bit of fixture list. Bit of fixtures. Well done, Gav. Oh, with that. Should we zoom in? One Bloody hell. Or should we shout them out? I can't zoom in on this. I'm gonna shout in. All right. So we got Saturday uh, afternoon, two thirty kickoffs. We got Hoffenheim at home to Freiburg. Frankfurt are home to Leverkusen, uh, Florian's Leverkusen, trying to get back in the win- winning column. Uh, Cologne are home to Augsburg. That's a bit of a relegation. Like that one. Bremen at home to Union Berlin. Bielefeld at home to Gladbach. Bielefeld really need to pick up some more points to kind of move themselves away from the likes of Schalke, who are away to Berlin, Hertha Berlin. Again, Hertha Berlin at the wrong end of the table, so that's quite a big game as well. Christian Gross's first game. Uh, Saturday evening, this is the game he's just talking about. Stuttgart home to Leipzig. For me, that could be the game of the weekend. And Sunday afternoon, 2.30. Dortmund at home to Wolfsburg. Again, should be a very good game. And then you have Bayern at home to Mainz on the Sunday evening or early evening kickoff. Um, So that's your fixtures for next week. So we'll be reviewing those in next week's show, which will be obviously at... Two up top football will be on you guys' channel. Um, so we'll be over there. So make sure you subscribe to those guys if you don't want to miss out on that. Um, shall we do the table? Yeah. Shall we do the table? Yeah, I'm always. Well, let's start at the bottom. And um, surprise, surprise, our friend Schalke sit firmly at the bottom of that table after their last week's loss to Bielefeld. Uh, Mainz are 17th, Bielefeld in 16th in the playoff position. 
uh, Cologne at 15th, Hertha Berlin in 14th, who really need to get some sort of form to get themselves away from that. Yeah, they're not looking too good. Uh, Bremen are in 13th, Hoffenheim, uh, who also need to put a run together. They've not been too good of late. Uh, in 12th, Augsburg 11th, Freiburg in 10th. If we go to the top half of the table here, we have Frankfurt in 9th, uh, Gladbach 8th, Stuttgart in 7th, uh, doing very well in their first season back up in the Bundesliga. Union Berlin sitting sixth, unbelievably. Uh, what a season they're having. Uh, they're loving three, life. Three points off of the Champions League places. Um, Dortmund in fifth, very disappointing for them, 22 points. Wolfsburg in fourth. And remember, Dortmund and Wolfsburg will play each other this weekend. Uh, and then we go into the title chasing pack. So we have Leipzig and Leverkusen both on 28 points in third and second respectively and Bayern top the table on 30 points. Can you leave that up for a second? Because like, there's a couple of bits that I are weirding me out because Leipzig have conceded less goals than Schalke have scored this season. <laughs> uh, which, is, which is one thing that, that stood out to me which is really important. And the other thing is that I have sat here and, and cussed out Dortmund hard um, and you guys have not exactly been um, supportive of Dortmund so far this season. And despite them having such a terrible season, they are just eight points off the top, and they are only uh, they're only two points off a Champions League place at the moment, sitting yeah, in fifth. Eight points off of top when buying a top is basically a lot, a long, long, long way away. <laughs> you know, it's uh, unassailable. <laughs> And the problem with Dortmund is that they're always articulating that they want to be champions again. Uh, so they get bashed if they play a season like this and they get bashed deserved. But um, you're right, two points to Champions League, this is what matters. The Champions League money is crucial for Dortmund. So the season is still up to be quite a success, quite an okay season for Dortmund. I think mm. a season without Champions League, if they finish outside the Champions League places, do they hold on to Haaland and Sancho? No. I think Sancho is going to go anyway, but if they're not in the Champions League, can they hold on to Haaland? Big question. Mm. Can't imagine that. Cliffhanger. Can't imagine <laughs> that Haaland stays there if they, uh, if they secure Champions League. I think he may yeah, stay they... one more season or at least half the set next season. Who, Haaland or Sancho? Yeah. Harland, I think Sancho's oh, gone. Harland's in, Harland's in no rush. He's I think he'll play for another season. I, I, I would like to see him in a different league, but I want to, I want to see him score. You know, two seasons on the spin. You know, two full, have two full seasons in the Bundesliga. You know, twenty twenty five goals, and then go on somewhere. You know, I think uh, it will, it will help his. Oh, it will help him out. He will end up in um, the Premier League. He'll end up in Manchester. Yeah. I think. So I have a Man United or Man City. All right, guys. Um, so that's it. That's all we've got time for this week. So thank you very much uh, for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us at the TFB Dugout and also follow Two Up Top Football. And of course, follow your boy Florian on Instagram at Senior underscore Laboron. Uh, so thank you very much for watching, guys. And uh, if we're not going to see you before Happy New Year. So let's say Happy New Year to all you guys as well. Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year. Happy New Year, Flo. And we are out.